Yo, it's time to get it in. Yeah, episode 10. We back. We back. Yeah, just like this. Yo, Weirdo League, we the Weirdo League, we the Weirdo League podcast. Original beat by Nebula 5, yours truly. Unreleased. Yo. We're gonna talk about Eminem's new album, Kamikaze. We're gonna talk about Nicki Minaj, Cardi B fight. We're gonna talk about Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish beef. We're gonna talk about the internet. Versus everybody Men and women We're gonna talk about everything Yo What's good man What's good I'm in here I'm in here We back up in here The Weirdo League Podcast Episode 10 The internet Versus everybody but um, I feel this. I definitely feel that. But uh, let's get into it. Eminem dropped a new album. Oh shit! My sentiments exactly. Um, I like the album. I like his new album, Kamikaze. He dropped um. A week ago. I know I'm late, but I mean I did I did hear it. I like it. Do I like the whole thing? No. But I don't I do like it better than his last album revival. Which is more positive. You know, he was talking about race, police brutality, those types of things. Um I see where he was going with it with the project, but um I didn't really like it too much. I thought the rhyme patterns was like all over the place. Um, I thought he wouldn't he didn't really catch the beats well. Um me personally, I think every time that he does an album that's executive produced by uh um what is his name? What is his name? Forget that. We got time. I'm going to look it up right quick. What is his name? 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 Def Jam. He started Def Jam with... um. Shit, what is his name? Uh, with uh, Russell Simmons. Started Def Jam with Russell Simmons. Um, Shit, what is his name? He started Def Jam with Russell Simmons. Rick Rubin, that's his name. Damn, why did I couldn't think about it? Rick Rubin. Um, I think Rick Rubin is as a talented guy. You know what I'm saying? Over the years, he's produced some of the uh, back in the '80s, like classic albums and stuff. But, and I'm sure he has a lot of insight and a good ear for stuff for things that involves music. But 
I hate when he executive produces Eminem's albums because they come out they come out fucking trash. They come out trash, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because he's white. He always got to have this Beastie Boy shit. He is always like this Beastie Boy tribute shit he do every time he gets with him. I don't know why the fuck he does that. Which is, it's nothing wrong with it, but it's just, it's like, Sid, just come out with just new material, man. I mean, you ain't got to pay homage to all every fucking body. I mean, you already pay homage to him already. So it's just, I don't know. The beats don't be right, man. Like, the production be off. Every time he executive produces Eminem projects, the production just be off. It just doesn't, it doesn't match up to what he's trying to, to say. So I didn't really like Revival. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really like it. I listened to it like once or twice, and I didn't listen to it ever again. I'm sorry, because I'm a big Eminem fan. And you had a lot of good rhymes in there, Em. But I niggas just wasn't feeling that shit, man. Straight up, you know what I'm saying? So let me get into the, I'm going to get into the interview that he had with Sway after I do the album review. So... Um, let's get into it. Um, basically, he came out with an album to rival his critics that talked about the last album that nobody liked. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was funny in a certain sense, just because who comes out with an album talking shit about the people that didn't like the last album. Bruh. Bruh. For real. That gets a bruh. Um, but in actuality, he actually snapped off. He actually enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, I said he actually enjoyed it. Um, he actually did a good job on it. Um, It's kind of, I mean, it's, it's 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 like a hint of that M that we all wanted, that he didn't give to the last for the you know what I'm saying for the last album, he gave it a little bit on like the chloroseptic um, remix that was with uh, Two Chains featured Two Chains and uh, the other guy from uh, New York, um, I forgot his name, but um, he had a Joe Button diss in there. And uh, he was basically talking about people that do reaction videos or something. or just reacted to his album the way he didn't want it to uh, be reacted to. But um, to say that is to say just people don't want to hear Pop M. I'm just going to let it be known. People don't want to hear Pop Eminem. They want to hear ignorant white boy. I'm crazy as fuck from Detroit. Eighth Mile Eminem, who got the crazy, crazy zany lyrics, who talk about crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Who just body, body people. You know what I'm saying? Lyrically, man, on the MC side, they don't want to hear. Just gonna serve me, watch me burn. They don't want to hear that shit. Because, to me personally, as a fan, the shit is starting to get repetitive. It's starting to get repetitive. Every album, you got to get the same people. Like, you didn't have Rihanna sing the same fucking hook 
you know what I'm saying, two different, three different ways on every album now. It's like it's starting to get a little bit tiring. It's like, we don't, I don't want to hear that shit as a fan all the time. So I want to hear lyrics, G. I want to hear lyrics. I want to hear rhymes. I want to hear good production. Um, Dre Executive produced uh, the new project. I don't know how much he had a hand in it or even doing the production, but he's he had a hand in it on the executive, uh, you know what I'm saying, producing side, which, I mean, it's cool, man, because it sounded a lot better. Like I said, I don't like every song on here, but I like um, I like enough of them. Uh, the Ringer, I like it. The Greatest, it was okay. Lucky You, Jordan Lucas, Fire. He back with the Paul Rosenberg skits. He never left it, but I'm glad he put it in there. Normal. I like it. Stepping Stone. Uh, Stepping Stone is really, is really a personal song because he talks about the demise of D12, which um, right now, like a lot of the other group members I've seen, um, I think Caniva said something. I mean, it all took them by surprise because shit. I don't. They didn't. They didn't hear about it until like it came out from what one of them said, or they heard about the song before it came out. They just haven't heard the song, so I guess they all heard the song, and each one of them had their little input. I only heard one of them say something about it, which was Canava, which was a weird interview because he said he didn't address it, but he ended up addressing it, which was fucking confusing. So because you said you wasn't going to talk about it, but you end up talking about it. So I don't know what the fuck it is to talk about. It just made no sense to me. But he was just saying some things of how. It's been it's not really been any problems going on. I wouldn't say like problems going on, but they're all doing like their separate things musically. And I think after Proof died, he was a big part and a big chunk of their group that basically after he got, you know what I'm saying, murdered, they didn't know, you know, like like they didn't really know where to go after that. And that that sounds very disheartening because even though D12 isn't like the best fucking rap group to me, I still appreciate what they brought to the music industry and what they brought to the game. So I'm kind of sorry. I'm kind of sad to, to to hear that they're breaking up. You know what I'm saying? Or they're not coming out with any more new music, no more new material. So what I guess Eminem said on his interview with Sway, which I'm going to get into in a minute after this album review, is um he just basically said how if any of them need, you know what I'm saying, they're still friends and he still loves all the guys. And if any of them need help with any projects that they're working on at the drop of a hat, like he'll 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 help them, which is still which is cool because it's a lot of people, man, that's that's like friends, or like family, man. After they disband, they really don't really fuck with each other no more. But I mean, everybody got their individual lives, man. You know what I'm saying? Just like everybody else that has like friends or like a big, you know what I'm saying? click of people they used to kick it with 
Like it's a couple of people that I'm starting to get back in tune with that I used to kick it with a lot. So, I mean, I I appreciate it in those type of uh, in that type of sense. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't he didn't he wasn't disrespectful in any type of way about the situation. He just kept it real, from what I know. So, back to the album review. Um, not alike featuring Royce the Five Nine. I fuck with that song. Kamikaze. I fuck with it. The Fall. I fuck with it. Nice guy featuring uh, Jesse Reyes, which is like a new singer that he's working with. She's pretty good. I heard some of her stuff. She's pretty good. I didn't really dive, delve deep into who she is, but she's uh, she's got like a urban type pop type sound to her. She's got a pretty good voice. Um, good guy. It's pretty good. Uh, Venom. Um, from the Venom soundtrack, uh, I like that song. It was it was pretty it was pretty decent. Like I said, was it the best Eminem album I've ever heard? No, but as far as lyrics and him displaying uh, what he does best, you know, what I'm saying being an MC, I appreciated it. I appreciated it. Um, so now I'm gonna get into the uh, shady interview that he had with uh, Sway. Um, a lot of other, a lot of people I've heard, I've seen, I've heard a couple podcasts and a couple shows after the Eminem view, uh, Eminem interview. And a lot of people are, are giving their two cents about it. They feel like it's, they feel like it's scripted. They feel because he doesn't really do interviews like that. He's doing an interview with Sway that works at Shade 45, which he owns they feel like it's scripted and they feel like it's safe. They feel like they feel like if it was anybody else answering asking you certain questions, you would you would answer them a certain way. It feels like they they say it feels like it's just safe like you you put it together because you wanted to do an interview your way. Look, I'm going to tell you like this, at the end of the day, he can do whatever the fuck he want to do. That's that man's world. That's what he wants to do. If he wants to do an interview that's scripted and he wants to answer the questions he wants to answer, that's that's completely fine and that's up to him. But to a certain degree, it's problems, it's problems with that because people are really not going to get the real gist of what the fuck is going on with you or ask you certain questions that it's going to be kind of tough for you to ask. Like he said something about like, well, well, I guess people's people's ears are like people, people don't pay attention or I don't know why they didn't like the album and different shit like that. Hey, the album just wasn't fucking good, bro. It just wasn't. Don't get me wrong. G. I'm an artist too. You know what I'm saying? I beat myself up about, you know what I'm saying? Being a perfectionist and different shit like that or whatever. It's just like everybody just, has their time when they the man and when they not. You're still a legend in your own right. You're still you're still one of the greatest rappers that ever came into the game lyrically, but it just ain't nobody feeling that shit like that no more. They're not feeling that type of stuff from you. That's what I would say. They're not feeling that pop type shit. I'm not feeling that pop type shit. The shit that you own and you know what I'm saying on a kamikaze, 
like you getting off. You know what I'm saying? Like but 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 like you getting off, man. Like that's what that's what that's what I want to hear. I want to hear you know what I'm saying. Eminem get off. You know what I'm saying on some lyric lyrical shit. That's what I want to hear because I'm I'm a fan of him being lyrical. A lot of people are fans of you being lyrical, being grumpy and pissed off and different shit like that, which is another is a is a good segue into into the uh the MGK beef. So Eminem on this album, he basically dissed every fucking body. He basically dissed everybody in the game. Uh Shit, a lot of the young, you know what I'm saying, young little little rappers, little pump, little zot, you know what I'm saying, little yachties and shit. He dissed MGK. He dissed Tyler Creator. He dissed Joe Button, which I don't know if Joe Button is gonna have a response back. Which is that's another I'm gonna get into that next. But um he dissed a lot of people on his album, man, and uh the only person who had the balls to respond to him was MGK. MGK came out with a rap devil, which did pretty good, man. You know what I'm saying? It was his answer to uh what Eminem song that uh it was an answer to uh shit, what song was um Was it the fall or was it normal? I think it was the great. It was one of those songs that he he dissed him on. I don't know if it was not alike or whatever or one of those songs. But um, he dissed MGK. I guess they had a beef about his daughter. MGK said something about his daughter six years ago, which Eminem Eminem still did not. Still doesn't appreciate. He wants an apology. He said he don't give a fuck about MGK's career or whatever. MGK said on the song that he uh, he blackballed him in the industry. He said he couldn't come up to Shady 45 after that. He said he got a call in the morning from from uh, Puffy and, and, and Paul Rosenberg, uh, Eminem's manager, about... Saying I'm sorry about saying uh, his daughter is attractive and all this other extra ass shit. So this is what MGK says in his diss to Eminem, Rap Devil. He's basically saying you old as fuck while you still old and you grumpy and you look beard. You look weird. You got a beard now, which is he's, he does kind of look weird with a beard because I've never seen it before. But he had a pretty solid diss. Was it the best? No. Was it? pretty good it was it was good it was a good song even eminem said you know what i'm saying it was pretty good for him so um eminem just responded not too long ago with his disc called kill shot which i thought was a pretty decent diss a lot of people said they don't like it it broke records on um youtube uh i think it's still number one on like the single charts um i'm not sure i didn't check but uh it was a pretty good solid diss back to mgk after the rap devil was it the best eminem diss no did he beat mgk lyrically yes of course you know what i'm saying a lot of people i don't know and i don't know why a lot of people are like well mgk beat him and all this other shit it's like come on man like are we are we are we talking about songs 
or diss records? Are we talking about lyrics? Or what are we talking about here? Because this is a, this is the perfect thing that taps into what I'm talking about. The internet versus everybody is like the internet says otherwise, and that changes everybody's opinions and everybody's views. You know, but for some reason, I mean, for that don't change my view. I don't know what people equate you know what i'm saying a good disc record too like is it lyrics it like what the fuck is it you know what i'm saying and then he came out with the kill shot everybody's talking about oh it wasn't really good as i thought it was gonna be you wanted this you wanted him to rap you wanted him to go out everybody now it's not good enough make up your fucking mind man that's what i hate about the internet nowadays people don't know how to make up their fucking mind it's a bunch of bubba 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 buzz a bunch of you know what i'm saying well Oh, we want Eminem. Oh, we don't know if I wanted that. I don't know if I wanted to hear this. And I don't want to make up your mind on what it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Make up your mind on what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of y'all, you know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all straight up Bruh. sound stupid. Bruh. I'm going to just say it again. Bruh. A lot of y'all sound stupid. Bruh. For real. So we're going to end it on that. Um... Yeah, uh, Joe Button didn't respond. Well, he did respond. He responded like him and Lord Jamar. This is the and this is the crazy thing. Him and Lord Jamar responded in a similar way. I didn't really watch Lord Jamar's, you know, what I'm saying response like that. But from what I know, they responded in a similar way. Look, and I'm gonna be honest. Don't because y'all okay. I understand y'all got podcasts and shit like that, but this nigga came at y'all on some lyric shit. Now either y'all gonna rap against this man that said something to y'all that's a rapper himself, or y'all just gonna shut the fuck up, man? Because all this podcast shit now, and you know what I'm saying, and Joe Budden, I was always better than you. I was better than you ten years ago, and all this. You ain't going to beat me with that rapidy rap shit and all this other shit. Look, I'm going to just keep it honest. I'm going to keep it a buck. Nigga, you got to fucking rap, nigga. That's what you got to do. You got to rap. That ain't the response no more. You know what I'm saying? That ain't that ain't the response now, man. Just because y'all got podcast shows, y'all going to respond. Y'all going to respond talking about... You know what I'm saying? I guess Lord Jamar talking about because he was white and all this other shit and going to race and shit. That ain't got shit to do with this man's skills as being a rapper. Are y'all scared because this nigga can rap better than y'all? That's what the fuck it is. Since this nigga then came out on the ga- in the game, since he came out with Slim Shady, I'm going to be honest. A lot of y'all niggas are afraid to fucking rap against this nigga. Why? Because y'all scared y'all going to get beat. Now, Eminem has gotten beaten before by two Chicago niggas. But this was freestyle. And this was on stage back in the day, you know what I'm saying, when he was doing freestyle battles and shit. So he's been beaten before. But on wax, it's kind of hard to beat this motherfucker. And y'all know when y'all get in the booth, Y'all can't just be saying it this a this a nigga that's going that you gotta push your pen to. So it's kind of killing me nowadays when people be talking about this. Oh man, you can't get me with that lyrical miracle strills and shit. Why? 
Because you can't do it. Why? Because it's too much work. Because, you know, you got to get your ass up and you got to get in the studio and really put some work on that pen. You ain't fooling nobody, man. Ain't none of y'all fooling nobody. So, Lord Jamar, I like you, but you got to rap. Joe Budden, I like your podcast. I like listening to it, but you got to rap. Because both of y'all sounding like some pussy-ass motherfuckers right now. Y'all sounding pretty scarce. Y'all sounding pretty scarce about going against this guy. And it's kind of it's kind of a letdown to me. I don't really like it. So either you're going to rap or you're going to shut the fuck up. That's just me. I want to hear lyrics. I don't want to hear podcasts. So that ends it right there. But Eminem, I appreciate you. This was a good, solid project. One out of ten, I give it about a seven. One out of ten. Lyrically, I'm going to push it to an eight. But you get a seven out of ten for me. Because I ain't like all the songs on there. But the majority of the project, I'll probably say like four songs on there, I enjoy it. So that ends with the uh, with the Eminem the Eminem album review. Straight up. So uh, we're gonna go to the next topic. What's the next topic? Um, shit, man. I might as well just go into it then. Uh, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. What in the hell is going on with y'all? Goddamn. So, now we've all sat back and we've all looked, listened, paid attention to these two young ladies fighting for the crown. Of who the best rap female is in 2018. (laughs) Look. I like Nicki and I like Cardi. I'm glad they're doing their thing in the rap game. If I had a choice to listen to both of them, I'll pick none of them. (laughs) No, bullshit aside though. But look. Nicki Minaj, I'm going to say something. And I'm going to say it right now before we get into it. You got a mouth on you. You have a mouth. You're a very passive-aggressive person. You've been talking a lot of shit lately. You've been talking a lot of shit. You've been talking a lot of shit ever since Cardi came out. Ever since Cardi dropped. It's been, it's been, it was very quiet on your side for a minute. Besides you having a couple singles out and it it is doing very well. You was kind of quiet over there. And you kind of gave her, you kind of gave her a quiet W. But I'm going to tell you like this, man. You can't be the fucking queen of rap forever, man. You wasn't the queen of rap in the first motherfucking place. It's other people that deserve a chance. You can't be that motherfucking bitch forever. Excuse my French. 
You can't be that motherfucker forever, G. For real. It's always going to be somebody that's going to be coming right after you, man. You know what I'm saying? So either be consistent with the hits, which you have not been. Or, hey, just show love, man. Um, Cardi B, her rise was very organic. She got big off, I think, like Vine and off social media um, of her doing videos, being herself. You know what I'm saying? She was just a stripper from the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make it. Everybody know her from uh, love and hip hop, but they know her from the Internet, man. They they love Cardi B. They love her personality because it's 100 percent her. It's 100 percent real. I haven't seen your personality ever. I'm sorry. I haven't seen it. And half the shit that you do, it seems like it's a fucking acting role that you portray. It seems like you're ju- like you jump into different characters all the time. It just seems fake as fuck. It doesn't seem organic. And I'm just going to say that that's why you've had you've had you've had a disconnect with your fans. You've had a disconnect with the music because nobody knows who the fuck you are really they don't know you they just know you as i'm Nicki minaj i'm from queens and uh i wear these crazy ass outfits and i make these crazy ass voices on my songs and i sound like i got tourette sometimes you know what I'm saying? whatever like not to say that she's not good but that's what they know they don't really know you like that man They don't really know you. We're in a day and age and it results back to the Internet that people want to have a personal relationship with you. They want to feel like you're a part of their family. Unfortunately, you got to let a lot of people in for you to get big or for people to understand where you're coming from nowadays. That's a marketing plan. That's the marketing plan. So. You. Doing all this shit online, that's a marketing plan too. Because let me tell you something. Promotion is promotion. It doesn't matter if it's bad or not. You've seen the Wolf of Wall Street movie. The part when he got mad and said, they're talking about me. Man, God damn it, they're talking about... At least they're talking about you, motherfucker. At least they're talking about you. That's all that matters nowadays. It don't matter if it's negative or positive. At least they're talking about you. At least the public is talking about you. You see the way they talk about Trump. He don't care as long as he in the fucking news. That's how it is, man. That's how it goes. But at least they talking about you. That's how it goes. At least they're talking about you. So. I mean, you, you just they don't know you, man. They don't know you. And then you had the little thing going on with Remy, the beef going on with Remy. And she 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 battled you. You know what I'm saying? She 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 dissed you and she beat you on that one. And then you came back with a song with two other your other your other teammates on there and it didn't do good. And you had to go back into the lab and make some good some more new shit. They don't they what they wasn't biting on to it, man. But you know, I'm gonna do a semi, you know what I'm saying, Queen album review right now. Which which is I mean, the album was decent. 
Was it good to me? Not really. I think like on on like on some real shit out of all the songs that was on there, like eighteen or something or whatever. I think only like four songs I actually liked. But it just sounded like she was, you know what I'm saying? It just sounded like you were just trying, you're trying to feed into too many different markets. You need to focus on, you know what I'm saying? Focus on a certain market, even though you're versatile, it's cool. But, you know, like some people said they love the singing songs and shit. I didn't really like the singing songs like that. I think some of that shit, you know what I'm saying? They, you can go in the trash with that bullshit. Um, but when you when you on there just like rapping and doing what you got doing what you do, like I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? I like when you rapping and, and you, you know what I'm saying, you spitting good bars and different shit like that. But let me get back to the subject at hand. You've been talking a lot of shit lately. You've been talking a lot of shit. You know, like you went on Ellen and you you said you feel like punching Travis Scott in the face. Because he lied about album sales or some shit and talking about he was selling t-shirts. Nigga, that's what the fuck you supposed to do. He is a brand. That's what you do. You sell merch. You sell albums. This is a business. Could you sound like a fucking whiny ass baby? He sold merch and he did that. It's marketing. That's what you're supposed to do. Market yourself. Aren't you a brand? Aren't you marketing? Or you just out here talking shit about everybody. You out here talking about your ex-boyfriends, hairline, which was corny as fuck to me, which is dumb as hell. This nigga ain't said shit about you negatively in the public eye. And you just keep on dogging this nigga. But you ain't doing shit but making this motherfucker more famous. From what I see. Goddamn. For real. You just making this nigga more famous, man. Straight up. So that's just what I want to know. I just don't. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. You talking all this shit about people. You've been sending subliminal messages, you know what I'm saying, to this girl and in in, in your music. So I'm not surprised the next time she's seen you, she wanted to knock the fuck out your ass. I'm not surprised the next, you know what I'm saying, when she seen you, she wanted to jump on your bones, man, and whoop your ass. Because you talking about, you know what I'm saying, and then I'm going to say this. For all the people talking about, oh, Cardi B, she could have handled that another way, and yeah, that was totally unprofessional. Hey, look, she got a lot of learning to do, of course, but at the same time, that's the Cardi B that y'all fell in love with. You can fuck with me if you wanted to. Everything that she been saying is true. See a girl from the Bronx that was a stripper that turned into a rapper. Hey, she used to beat bitches up, you know what I'm saying, in, in the strip club and shit. Like, you, what you think she going to switch up like that? That, that, you know what I'm saying, and change up that quick? No. She told y'all, when I drop this baby, I'm finna, I'm finna be at motherfuckers' heads. And she did exactly what the hell she said she was going to do. And y'all didn't believe what she was going to do. Now y'all talking about she was tripping. And then Nicki Minaj, you know what I'm saying? You made it even worse because, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was just ridiculous, man. The whole thing is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, you going back on your Queen's radio show and talking about the girl suffering from postpartum and 
and she crazy and you know what I'm saying she losing her mind. You egged it on. You know what you did. You know you egged that girl on. You put fuel into the fire. So why you acting like you ain't do shit? Stop being one of them slick ass motherfuckers acting like you ain't do shit. We ain't stupid. We all know what you was on. You egged her on. This is what you see. This see this the thing. This is what she wanted Cardi to do. She wants Cardi to embarrass herself in front of everybody. She wanted you to do that. She wanted you to embarrass yourself in front of everybody. She wanted you to look insane. She wanted you to look like the crazy ass ghetto chick from the Bronx. And she wanted to look like, you know what I'm saying, this girl that's got a lot of class, that's from Queens, that doesn't know what's going on or whatever. But I'm going to tell you another thing, too. Stop saying, you know what I'm saying, because I think she said something about, oh, we was like, the, 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 the people of the upper echelon was watching and all this other shit. What the fuck? Why the fuck? Man, stop that bullshit. Stop it. Stop it. Stop trying to change yourself in front of white people and thinking that's going to change some shit. Because it's not going to change anything at all. Stop trying to change yourself in front of white people. Stop feeling like you need to change in front of white folks. I don't get that. I don't get that at all. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be professional, fine. If you're going to, you know what I'm saying, be be an outstanding human being, fine. But don't do it. Do it for your fucking self. Do it for yourself. Don't do it because white people are in front of you. Because every time I hear a nigga say that shit, it makes me more upset. Do that shit for you. Do that shit for the culture. Both of y'all made yourself look stupid because you egged it on. Now, you know what I'm saying? And then you, you treating her like she the one that's got a problem and that she crazy. Get the fuck out of here. I wish she would have smacked you in the back of her head. You know what I'm saying? Your head. Because you need to get your ass whooped. Sound like it. But, uh, I mean, shit, a lot of people was talking about it. You know, you got Queen Latifah said she might step in, you know what I'm saying, and talk to both of them and shit. And, and and showing what a lady, how a real queen handles herself, you know what I'm saying? Because both of y'all ain't acting like queens at all. Y'all acting like some, you know what I'm saying, some some insecure-ass females and shit, especially Nicki Minaj. As fine as you say you are, as much money and fire you say you are, you acting like an insecure female. The way you've been acting is like an insecure-ass female that wants attention. You sound, you look like, you sound like an attention whore when you talk nowadays. Nobody's paying attention to me. Let me say some crazy shit. Or let me just stop it, man. Stop it. For real. Because I'm not paying no attention to that bullshit. All right. On to the next one. What are we going to talk about next? (sighs) Cat Williams. Cat Williams, Cat Williams. Cat Williams versus Kevin Hart. And Tiffany Haddish. So Cat Williams went on a radio show um, a week ago, I think in Atlanta. And uh, the radio show was really interesting because he had a certain demeanor like the whole time he was at the radio show. He didn't he wasn't ignorant or at all. He just he would just he had he had a different demeanor. And what I'm just now finding out from uh one of the uh one of the other comedians that was there that was getting interviewed to interviewed to Red 
that I guess the lady that was interviewing Kat or one of the hosts from the uh, radio show that he got into it with, not really got into it with, he just roasted it. They got into a roast and Cat Williams just, just, he melted her, man. Like he just, he roasted her, man. Like he he just dogged her out. Like he just did it in such a, a way where he wasn't offensive to her. He didn't cuss her out. He didn't use no cuss words. He just, he just, he just joked, man. He just straight, he just straight roasted her, man, and she and she was left looking stupid. And it was funny as shit, too. It's on uh it's on the internet. Um and I guess after the roast, she didn't like it too well. Which it didn't seem like it from when it was going on. But from what uh from what people are saying and from what the evidence is, uh I guess at the show, a show that they were doing that night later on uh, at one of the comedy clubs, her husband had a gun on him. And I don't know if he pulled it on Cat or I know it's a video that I seen that he, he he lifted up his shirt and he like he flashed it to Cat and Cat started like kind of like run, walking away from him and he started running. You know, see, he started walking towards Cat and like kind of like chasing Cat. You know what I'm saying? So. From what they said, they that from what they said, he said, the lady's husband is that he carries his gun on him all the time, and some bullshit about he carries his gun on him all the time, and he wasn't trying to shoot Cat, and you know, he didn't point it, he didn't point it on Adam, and and he wasn't trying to chase him. He was just a bunch of bullshit, but. In the video, it just looked it looked like he wanted like he looked like he was trying to scare Cat. It looked like he was trying to scare him, but at the same token, man, that shit is corny as hell, man. Like, why would you even have a gun on you if you're not about to use that shit? Let me just say that if somebody pull a gun on me and they don't shoot me, we got a motherfucking problem. Either two things gonna happen. I'm jumping on your ass and I'm beating the sh- the shit out of you. Or before you can even pull it on me, or I'm calling the cops. And more than likely, it's gonna be number two because I ain't got no time to be out here fighting nobody, for real. But if you're gonna pull a gun out on somebody, like be pre- be prepared to use it. This should all be a lesson, like. That gun shit is getting out of control, man. Motherfuckers just be walking around with guns and shit. Just like, for what? Like, are you, are you just walking around with a gun for show? Or are you going to shoot somebody? Or are you going to hunt? Like, what the fuck is you just walking around with guns for? Like, that shit is just ridiculous. But um, from what I know, Cat is all right. You know what I'm saying? But to add fuel to the fire, you know what I'm saying, Um, on this story, um, at the interview, Cat had some words about Tiffany Haddish he was asked about Tiffany Haddish and he had some words about it and he basically was just saying how anybody could have like any any female if they were given that role could have been a star like Tiffany Haddish is now because of how it was written and he basically was just saying how it was a lot of comedian 
a lot of women comedians that deserve to be in the spot she is now that you know what I'm saying that that she has but it's this it's the way he said it it kind of came off like it was hating it came off like it was hating and like he didn't he didn't support her at all but I got what he was saying in a weird way like I got I got exactly what he was saying cuz it was other things that he he said that I can't remember verbatim exactly everything that he said but he basically said, you know what I'm saying, like, like, did she create the role or was that role given to her? And the lady was, and the lady was, and he basically told the lady, like, anybody could have got that role and rocked that shit, how it was written. And it was kind of saying how they like her, they like Tiffany because she's cute. Basically, she made it because she's cute. She's more attractive than the other females that he was talking about. Um, that was ahead of her, you know what I'm saying, as far as being funny. Now, don't get me wrong. No, okay, let me, and then he said, basically he just said, you can't repeat a Tiffany Haddish joke. He's like, tell me a Tiffany Haddish joke that you remember and nobody can remember it. And that's going on on the internet right now. Nobody can remember a Tiffany Haddish joke that she did on her stand-up special, which is kind of fucked up. Which kind of adds to what he was saying. Like, she's not memorable like that. Which, I disagree in a certain way. I think she's got a good personality. Do I think she's funny? I think she's funny. Do I think she's funny than... Cheryl Underwood and you know what I'm saying and some more of them fuck no I think they would run circles around her as far as like being hilarious and being funny but it is what it is you know what I'm saying so basically I think what it is now is Kevin Hart and even like I mean Tiffany and Kevin this, we just on Tiffany right now but I think it's a good opportunity for her I think she's uh She's taking it to another level, but at the same token, it's like it's other females that's funnier to her, funnier than her, of course, yes. But hey, it is what it is, man. You know, it's another one that's up there. I, I just say it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it is she the most funniest female black comedian? No, she's not. But she's out there. She's doing her thing. Um. I don't think she sucks. I don't think she's bad. I think she's I think she's good. I think she's 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 pretty funny. She has something to offer. I don't think she's hilarious like that. But I mean, hey, more props to her. But this is where it gets kind of deep. Where it gets kind of you know, it, it got deep then too. But um where it gets deep at is uh after all this has transpired. They went to the Emmys, um, which Cat and Tiffany Haddish was there, and uh, it's a picture of uh, Cat kneeling down in front of Tiffany Haddish, um, kneeling and uh, basically like having an apology. Basically, that's him giving her apology, like you the queen, and I, I'm bound down to you, and I was wrong. So, I mean, from what I seen on the video with Red saying something. He basically said, he basically said, 
after that interview with Cat Williams, um, him and Tiffany talked on the phone. He said him and Tiffany talked on the phone and it was laughing and it was joking about it. And then he said, because Tiffany and Kevin, they were just on the Breakfast Club promoting their new movie, uh, Night School. And from what, how they were acting in the interview, they were acting like they didn't squash anything at all. She had some slick comments, you know what I'm saying, about Kat and stuff like that. And uh, which she said, uh, I must have took his, took his boyfriend or something like that, some gay shit, which a lot of females already got a result of the gay shit, which I don't fucking understand why, which I'm going to say something about that too, you know what I'm saying, uh, in, in a, in a, in a, in down the line. But I'm going to finish this. But, um, yeah, uh, then Kevin, he has something to say. And this is the first time I ever really seen Kevin, like, aggravated and seen like he was really mad. Because there's been a lot of shit going on with Kevin ever since he really blew up and really got big and became, like, the number one um, comedian uh, in the world right now. People been hating on him and, you know, he been getting into it with Mike Epps and people been slaying slick-ass shit and saying, like, he ain't funny and shit like that. Me, personally, do I think Kevin is funnier than Mike Epps and him? Fuck no. Not to me. That's just my opinion. Do I think he's funny? Yes. But I think Cat and him is funnier than him because they talk about a spectrum of, of everything. They're more versatile to me than him. Not to say that he's not funny. It's just he's a little bit one-dimensional to me, and I've always said that. Not to say that he's not funny, but he's just one-dimensional to me. It's only like certain subjects he only talks about, which is nothing wrong with it, but I just don't think he's funnier than them. But, um, hey, man, hey, uh, I'm still proud of him. Hey, do your thing. I'm proud of everybody black, man. I'm proud of everybody black that's doing anything. But he basically was just kind of like dogging Cat, you know what I'm saying, Cat Williams on there and just basically saying how, hey, you want to blame Hollywood, you know what I'm saying, for everything and basically just saying like, you the one that fucked up your chances. Like you are you are in the position that I am, but you fucked up because you were late to um to rehearsals and you didn't want to you didn't want to be on time for anything. And then he said something about like because you're a drug addict and you're always doing drugs and shit like that or whatever. Kind of based, kind of throwing them under the bus. And it sounded kind of lame. Like some like somebody like he was just throwing them under the bus on some lame ass shit. And it was just I I'm gonna just say it like this, man. If we if we don't like any if we don't like somebody, just dead it like that, man. I think Kevin Hart could have been a little bit more professional. And just kept it positive how he usually keeps it. That's why I like him on that note. Keep it positive, man. Don't show nobody. Like, if motherfuckers going to be hating, just don't. Hey, just be positive. But he finally kind of broke. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then he he didn't. Not to say he wasn't positive, but it wasn't really. It wasn't a positive conversation. And I it was kind of disheartening, you know what I'm saying, to really hear that, you know what I'm saying, come from him about Cat, you know what I'm saying, not to say 
Cat should have said something about Tiffany, you know what I'm saying, also, but the drug addict thing about Cat and all this other shit, you know what I'm saying, and I think that was very disheartening, that was kind of bogus, because Cat, you know what I'm saying, shit, you can't say, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you, like, Kevin was saying how he fucked up his chances, shit, he just won a fucking Emmy, nigga, like, he's still in the game. And he's doing it his way. That's what I think one of the biggest points that Cat Williams was trying to get to is I'm doing it my way. I'm doing it my way. I own 100% of every of every stand-up special that I've, I've done. I'm leasing it. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Ain't no, can't nobody stop me. You can't stop me. I'm doing it my way. I ain't got to kiss nobody ass in Hollywood. I ain't got to put on no dress. I ain't got to do this. I ain't got to do that. I don't have to play the industry politics like you do to make it big. That's what Cat Williams is saying. From my perspective, that's what he's saying. So, hey, I fuck with him on that situation. Like, it is what it is. Um, All right. About it for that. Let's go to the next one. Uh, the next segment. Um, clout chasing. It's a lot of clout chasing out here right now, man. And this is gonna be uh one of the last things I talk about. Um, we need to stop the clout chasing. We need to we need to chill with the clout chasing, man, because it's starting to get a little bit out of hand, you know. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of people online, especially nowadays. A lot of young dudes they getting online and they starting to, and they talking shit to each other, and they doing a lot of fuck shit just to just to get views, and just to get responses from people, and just to get fans. You don't need to do all that just to get no fans, bro. I get it, I get it. It's the new quote unquote marketing tool. You know what I'm saying? That people do to try to get fans and to try to get people to pay attention to them. Everybody does shit for shock value now. That's why these niggas walking around with fucking Kool-Aid in their hair. And you know what I'm saying? Every new rapper has a different hair color now. Just because that's the way to go. And it's stupid. It's stupid as hell. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to tape everything. Everybody got to tape, you know what I'm saying? Them getting into fights with people and them getting in, you know what I'm saying, doing doing getting into certain situations you know what i'm saying that's the new thing now it's just clout chasing you know what i'm saying people just talking shit back in the day you used to get your ass whooped for that people actually used to get fucked up for doing that they used to get beat up people used to get shot or just you know what i'm saying they used to get their ass whooped on site man you know what i'm saying for clout chasing for anybody talking shit out the side of their mouth you know what i'm saying on records on internet and shit like that now it's a cor- it's a corny man's game now we in a we in a we in a, we in a corny man's game where people just talk shit all the time, you know what I'm saying? And then you know what I'm saying? And then you 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 confront them and it's all, oh, man, you know, I you know I was doing this for my followers, man. And oh, okay. You doing it for your followers, man. Somebody going to get their ass whooped or somebody going to get killed for that. People are getting people out here are getting killed, man. XXX, he 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 rest God rest his soul. People out here getting shot. People out here getting killed, man. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that are going on, you know what I'm saying? Like and and I'm going to I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, keep talking about other things too that has to do with all this shit has to do with the internet. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Like it it all has to do with the internet and people's insecurities and 
and and people don't care about shit and they're desensitized to everything now. You know what I'm saying? Like you got you got a lot of shit going on. You got too much stuff going on. You know, you got George Zimmerman, you know what I'm saying, filling out you know what I'm saying, signing autograph Skittles, you know what I'm saying, rappers and shit. How the fuck did we let that shit get by? How do we let that how do we let that shit keep going? How do we let that happen? We have to, you know what I'm saying, we have to take a stand, man. We got to take a stand. And the internet, it's pros and cons with everything. It's pros and cons with the internet. Yes, the internet is helpful. It's helpful. You know what I'm saying? It's, help, it's helpful for businesses and it's helpful helpful for marketing and, and different things like that. But at the same time, it's not helpful for, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people's self-esteem. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying, have low self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? We they, they're they're judging, they're judging their life on likes, which you know what I'm saying. Kanye West has been talking about in through tweets, talking about you know what I'm saying we shouldn't have any numbers on our, um, you know what I'm saying, the numbers of followers on our um Instagram, which I actually agree with. You know what I'm saying? Besides the other fuck shit he be doing, but um, I actually agree with that that we shouldn't have any numbers. It should just be, you know what I'm saying, whoever's who they are. But it's a numbers game. Everybody want to have more likes and more numbers. So you got people doing outlandish ass shit on the Internet just to gain followers and stupid. People are really, really willing to go to jail for followers. They're willing to go to jail for followers. You got a lot of other people that's willing to do stupid ass shit to get followers and to get money. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm following this uh this guy, every a lot of people know named Supreme Patty. And he'd be squeezing lemon lemon juice in his eyes and all this other crazy ass shit. But he's not harming anybody but himself. But he's made a huge fan base off it. He's bought a I think he's bought a house, he's bought his mama a car and different shit like that. So it is blessings going on with the clout chasing and the crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? In a certain type of way. But it's to the point where it's going to end up being, okay, how far are we really willing to go to take it there? Are you willing to kill somebody to take it there to get likes on Instagram? Are you willing to do, I mean, you got certain people, you know what I'm saying? You got people going to jail for this shit, man, for the internet. People going to jail doing ignorant shit just to get a follow, just to get a like, just to get somebody to watch their live and shit like that. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like this this world we living in now is crazy. This internet world that we living in is wild. 